0: Welcome to Pursuit Church Mornington Podcast with Pastor Brian Carden. The message you're about to hear will help you build your faith in Christ and grow in the knowledge of His will. Let's go right into the message. This morning, I'm going to be reading out of John chapter 4, beginning in verse 3. And you might even say, isn't this the story of a woman... And Jesus, how does this have to do with Father's Day? When I, when I began to see this, and I, saw, I said, God, why, are you, why do you want me to, why are you leading me in this way today? This is what I see. He said, there's something deeper there than, that you don't see. I said, all right, let's go. So he took me there. And today, I believe the Holy Spirit's going to take you there. Let's read in verse 3. Jesus said, in John chapter 4, verse 3, so in beginning here, it talks about him leaving. It says that he left Judea and went back once more to Galilee. Now he had to go through Samaria. So he came to a town in Samaria called Sychar, near the plot of ground Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there, and Jesus, tired from his journey, sat down by the well, and it was about noon or the sixth hour. In verse 7 it says, when a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, will you give me a drink? For his disciples had gone into town to buy food. Verse 9 says, the Samaritan woman said to him, you are a Jew and I am a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? For Jews did not associate with Samaritans. I'm going to stop there for a moment. I'll give you a little background here. We see that Jesus, the Bible says, he was going to go back to Galilee, but he had to go through. He he had to go through Samaria. He had to go to Samaria. And when he came to this town of Sakar, Sakar, that name actually means drunken or drunkard. Some translations say liar. And. If you notice, it brought an understanding that this is the plot of ground that Jacob had given to his son, Joseph. And Jacob had built a well there. He dug a well there in this place. And Jesus came to this well, and he meets the Samaritan woman. A Samaritan is a unique person. This person came with the Jews in Nehemiah and Ezra's day from the captivity of Babylon to rebuild the walls and and to strengthen Jerusalem and once again make them a nation. And these people came with the Jews at this time. They actually began to serve God, the God of Israel. And somewhere, somehow along the lines, something began to happen they begin to get division among them. I'm not going to go through all of the white cause of division. I can sit here and tell you everything about that. But division began to show up based upon what they saw, what they understood, the way they see things. And they allowed this division to take place to a point that now they don't have anything to do with each other. Today, this is still. Funny enough, this thing's still going on. In reality, Jacob's well is in the West Bank today. This is where it's located, along with Joseph's tomb. And we see something going on here. This woman is saying, hey, why are you asking me to give you something to drink? Y'all don't, y'all don't even, we don't associate Funny enough this woman she traveled all the way to Jacob's well. when I say that this woman is coming from a place which is known as Shechem which is a city outside of Sichar it's close and she but she traveled down which would have been probably around three kilometer walk and she gets there around noon by tradition and and by understanding, most of the young women that went to draw water out of the well, which by tradition, this is how most of the time that happened, the young girl of the family would go and get the water out of the well early in the morning around dawn. or she would, And also late in the evening, just before dusk. And they would go to the place that was closest to the family. She traveled past many wells and places that she could get fresh water to go to Jacob's well. She was purposely going, and it took her all of that time to get there. It's around noon. You know, I've heard many messages taught on this subject, but the message I'm teaching today, I I personally have not heard, and I I believe today God's going to open our heart. I believe there's more to this than what most people see. We see a division that is happening here between people who was building something great. And they come to a well which is in the middle, which is almost like the dividing line between Jerusalem and this place in which of Samaria. And the Bible says that Jesus, verse 10, answered her, it said, if you knew the gift of God, if you knew the gift that God has for you, wow, and who it is that asked you for a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. I tell you, that is so important today. This is so important today. Verse 11, the woman said, you have nothing to draw with. And the well is very deep. Where can you get this living water? Wow. Did you hear that? I want to just stop there just for a second. I want us to look at something. Look at what this woman said to Jesus. She said, you have nothing to draw with. And this well is very deep. Is deep. This, this well is deep. Where can you get this living water? You know, this is so important. I want you to think about this for a moment. This woman has got got some deep things going on in her. There are some deep things happening here right now. There are things that's going on that oftentimes we overlook and we don't see. Just like how people sometimes, listen, they don't see where you are. Sometimes the closest people to you are overlooking what's right in front of them. They don't see what you're feeling. They don't see the depth of the pain or the depth of the hurt. They don't even see the depth of the love that you have for them. This woman, Jesus said to her, if you knew the gift that God had for you, And who it was that was asking you for a dream. Remember, this woman's traveling a long distance to come to this well, Jacob's well, for a specific purpose. This is why she goes there. She doesn't go to all the other wells. She comes to Jacob's well. Because I believe this woman knew something about this well. This is where a lot of people, I believe, we don't know. We hear this story. We see Jesus talking to a woman, a Samaritan woman. And I want to keep going here for a moment because there's some things that I believe today that the Holy Ghost is going to draw out for us that we're going to be able to see. And I believe today if we'll open our heart, the Lord's going to come and draw out of that deep well on the inside of you. I believe he can put healing today into that place, into your life, into your family, into your business, into into, into what's going on, maybe even in your church today. The Bible says, In verse 12, she tells Jesus, she says, Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us this well and drank from it himself, as did also his sons and his livestock? Verse 13, Jesus answered, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks from the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water, welling up to eternal life. This woman said to him, sir, give me this water so that I won't get thirsty and have to keep coming here to draw water. Jesus looked at her and said, verse 16, go call your husband and come back. She said, I have no husband. Jesus is about to go deep with her. Jesus is getting deep with her now. See, he, he, he does have a rope and a bucket. He knows how to draw out, and he is going somewhere with her. I believe the Lord's about to go somewhere with us today. So he says, she says, I have no husband. Jesus replied, he said, you're right. You're telling the truth now. You're telling the truth. When you say you have no husband, the fact is you've had five husbands. And the man you now have is not your husband. What you just have said is quite true. Sir, the woman said, I can see that you're a prophet. Our ancestors worshiped on this mountain, but you Jews claim that the place where we must worship is in Jerusalem. Now, you see, he's going deep with her. He's pulling stuff out of her. And the woman, Jesus replied, he said, woman, believe me, a time is coming when you will worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You Samaritans worship what you do not know. We worship what we do know. Salvation is from the Jews. Yet a time is coming, and now it is, or now it's come, when true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For they are the kind of worshipers the Father sees. God is a spirit, and his worshipers must worship him in spirit and truth. The woman said, I know that the Messiah called Christ is coming, and when he comes, he will explain everything to us. Then Jesus declared, I am the Messiah. I the one speaking to you, am he? And at this time, the disciples returned and found Jesus talking to the woman, but none would ask, what are you doing talking to this woman? And leaving the jar there, the woman went back to town and said to the people, come and see who told me everything I've ever did. Come, this must be the Messiah. I'm going to stop there because I want us to see something here today. This place where this well is, Jacob's well. The Bible says and it purposely tells us this is the ground in which Jacob had given Joseph as an inheritance. I want you to think for a moment because Joseph was the son of Jacob. Jacob was the son of Isaac. Isaac was the son of Abraham. In this place, it's so rich with history, but it started with a man named Abraham. In this exact place, in this place is where Abraham came, which this place was known as Shalem. Shalem, which was interpreted peace. Abraham came to this place in Genesis 14 and in Genesis 15 where he met five kings. I want you to think about this for a moment. In this place, Abraham met five kings. How many husbands did the woman have? Five husbands. There's some significance here. Abraham met and defeated five kings that came out against him. In this place was where he and Lot was dwelling in the plain. And in this place there was a king, but yet the city was not yet built. Oh, you got to hear me today. There was a king, and his name was Melchizedek. And he, the Bible says, was the king of peace, which today is interpreted in understanding of Jerusalem. This is the place of Jerusalem before Jerusalem was this is the place in which Abraham met Melchizedek and offered unto Melchizedek the tithe, in which now this place we see where Jesus' is Jacob had traveled down to. At one point, he'd come from a city, and he traveled down, and as he traveled down to this place, he purposely went to the place in which the king of peace, Melchizedek, in which is the lineage Of which we understand Jesus, the high priest, our high priest today, had met Abraham. And God in this place made a covenant with Abraham. And Jacob had traveled down and bought this land. He purchased it from a man by the name of Hamar. And his son was named Shechem. Shechem's name was Shoulder. And that's what his his name meant. It is interpreted Shoulder. This place in which Jacob had come and, and built a, a tent and he started setting things up and he paid some of the people and descendants of Hamar, which is which uh, his son, Hamar's son, is named Shechem, which was the prince of that area at the time. And... The Bible says when Jacob took his family there and he traveled into this place because he wanted to go to the place that his grandfather had went and received and and had experienced the covenant that God made with him. I tell you, it's so important. And he dug a well there. He bought it. He owned it. I tell you, I, I think this is so important today because I believe today wells are a type. When you see wells in the Bible, it meant ownership. It meant ownership. It meant there was something here that was going to change culture. Something here that meant we're here. We're not leaving. This is our ground. This is what a well meant. It was a place of of, and a source of life. You know, I believe a church today is like that. I believe churches today are like that. Uh, You know, Oftentimes, I've seen old churches today. When you drive by a church, I don't see old dead religion. I see people who believed in God who said, we're taking ownership. We're going to leave a mark. We're going to show people the people of God are here and they're here to stay. And we're speaking to this world that there is a God and there are people who believe in their God. I tell you, it's so important today that the body of Christ, we take ownership. That we begin to establish ourselves and we leave our mark and we say, hey, we're digging something deep into the ground in our community as a source of culture, as a source and a well of life. And Jacob, he went and he bought this ground and he put and dug a well. But yet, in a place of promise, great pain was there. Have you ever noticed? In a great place of promise in our life, often we experience the greatest of pains. Have you ever noticed that the Bible says this promise which is given to us in Christ Jesus didn't come without great pain? You know, when we begin to see the promise of God, Jacob, when he came, and he saw, he wanted to experience, he probably wanted to come to this place that he had heard of where the king of Salem, Mechizedek, had met his grandfather. And he came to this place and he, he pitched his tent. He dug a well. He bought the land. But his young daughter, in that time, something happened. Shechem, the prince of of the area, the son of Hamar. That name, Shechem, should being shoulder. Bible says the young daughter of Jacob, Dina, was abused by this man, violently abused by this man. And this man decided he wanted that girl as his wife. So he told Hamar, his father, You know, I'm not gonna tell you what his name means, but you can look it up. And but I am gonna say this. His father, and I tell you, it's so important today as fathers, we train our, our sons to honor our wives, our daughters, and women today. It's so important that we show them how to honor, that there be honor towards our daughters. I tell you, I can't imagine what it must have been like for Jacob to go through what he went through in this time, where he came to a place of promise, a place of covenant, and where God had established a covenant with Abraham. And this place is where God cut covenant with Abraham. But it was one of the places of Jacob's greatest pain. In this place, Jacob's own son, Simeon and Levi, took it upon themselves to execute judgment in this place because of what was done to Dina. And I'm going to tell you what was beautiful about her name was, her name Dina actually just means justice. And in this place of covenant, justice seemingly have been defiled, abused, what was just and what was right, what was pure by a man. His name was shoulder Shechem. And the Bible says Jesus is meeting this woman in this place of division between the Samaritans and and the Jews between. Gershom, the Mount Gershom, which is the Mount of Blessing, and Mount Ebal, where the Jacob's well is, where the bones of Joseph, in whom Joseph had come out of, who said, do not leave my bones in Egypt as a prince of Egypt, but take them back to the land of promise. Jacob's is given as an inheritance to Joseph this land, and his tomb is there today in the site of this well. In this place where Jacob's pain for his daughter, I tell you, it's just like Satan to try to cause us every time to keep looking back at the place of promise as a place of pain. In this place, Levi and Simeon, during that time when Dinah had been defiled, where she had been hurt and, and, and it seemed like that which was pure in Jacob's his greatest pain something deep had happened something deep was going on in this time just like that woman said to Jesus this is a very deep well maybe that Samaritan woman she knew the stories of Jacob of Joseph of Isaac of Abraham and this is why she was coming to that well she was coming to that well because she knew maybe the same thing Jacob, that Jacob knew. That in this place was a place of covenant that God had made with Abraham. In this place, there was something deeper. And maybe that same king, maybe I could meet one day my high priest in the same place. That maybe Jacob was looking for that same Messiah, that same high priest at this well. And here's this Samaritan woman. She traveled past all of the other places. You know, look, sometimes you got to pass a lot of places to get to that place where the Messiah is, where that deep well is, where the well of life is, which will spring up. You know, I believe today in the body of Christ, sometimes we're going to we're gonna have to pass by a few things to get to that place, that place of promise, that place of covenant. I tell you, I believe that's what the church of the Lord Jesus Christ is today. Is like a well. I believe that salvation that we have where Jesus said that if you will receive this gift to you that he's given, it'll be a well in you springing up. Jesus wants us to receive it today. He wants us to receive this covenant. Simeon and Levi, for justice, they decided to take matters into their own hands. They wound up killing all of the able men in the city, just those two. They took it upon themselves to enact justice. And because of that, Jacob fled. He and his whole family. They fled the land of promise. They left that place. And here this woman's going back. And here this was supposed to be the place of promise, the place of covenant, the place in where... God, where Jesus himself came, I believe, as the king of peace, you know, it's prophesied of Jesus that he is the prince of peace. The great I am met Melchizedek and there, at, through Melchizedek, and met Abraham, and there God cut covenant. You know, I believe that as a, Jacob was leaving The whole time, he thought, looking over his shoulder, there was something there that he was leaving. Oh, what was he going to see? Was he going to see promise or was he going to see pain? The devil would like to say, every time you look over your shoulder, all you can see is the past pains and hurts from your past. Have you ever looked and said, God, I hear the promise. I believe the promise, but all I see is pain? All I see in my family today is brokenness. All I see is division today. All I'm seeing, why? Because we're looking over the shoulder. Come on, we're looking over that shoulder that brought that, of, the, of pain. We don't need to look over the shoulder of pain. We need to look at the heart. We need to go to that deep well today. We need to go to see where where Jacob's heart was, where where Joseph said, take me out of Egypt and bury me in the place of promise, in the covenant, because this was a sign that we're coming out of the world, we're coming out of the place of pain and not quit looking over the shoulder, quit looking over at your pain in which the devil has abused and tried to rob you of the blessing of your covenant because whenever you begin to look over your shoulder, each and every one of us can look at the shoulder of fe- over the shoulder of failures, of insecurities. We can look over at our deep pain that Satan says, I've got you, I've got you bound, look at your family today. No, we need to look into the eyes of faith of the promise of God to our children and our children's children. Jacob left this plot of land to Joseph because he saw something in it that one day this land would be established in the covenant, not in a place of pain. It would be a place of peace, a place of restoration, a place of the purity that God intended, a place of comfort. You see, Jesus met this woman at the well. Man, I hope you're hearing me today. Come on, this woman said this well is very deep. I believe God wants to get to the deep things today in our lives. Men, fathers, I believe God wants to get to the deep things of your life today. Do not judge your success by what you have judge the success. If you go to look at your success, you are a man of God, called of God. You're following the ways of God. That is the greatest inheritance that you could ever leave for your children and your children's children. That you as a man of faith that you dug a well in a place of covenant and said this is the place and where God meets me. In this place I will declare the righteousness of God to my generation and my generations beyond me. This is eternal life that God is saying I've giving you something greater than anything in this world. You You can hold all the land titles on this planet and still be an empty, broken vessel. A man that has not succeeded because the inheritance of covenant with God is greater than anything that we could leave in this world for our children. I want you to see today Your greatest success is leaving the legacy of covenant with God. You might say, there's been abuse in my family. There's been pains. Maybe, sir, you've done some things wrong to your own family today. Well, let's get into the deep well this morning. Let's see in this place of pain for Jacob. This is a place of victory a place of covenant, a place of promise. In this same place, which is in the valley between Ebal of cursing and blessing of Gershom, this is where Jacob's well is. This is where Jesus is bringing a broken family together and through this woman, he's saying the division that is among us can be brought together. This woman leaves this well and she runs into the city it says, I have met the Messiah. And the city began to turn and follow after Jesus. They come out to this place. And you know, I believe God wants us to come out to this place today. He wants us to come out to this well of covenant, this deep well in which can be springing up, which will spring up life in you today and in your family. Here lies a well between broken families where they built at one time together, they was building something good. But something came in. This was a place of restoration. This is a place of laying the claims of the promise. I believe today we need to lay claims to the promise of God in our family today. If you knew the gift that is here before you this morning, I want to call you into this place this morning. I believe today is a day of restoration. Why don't we allow the Lord right now just to dig deep. Let just come to this deep place. Thank you for listening to today. If you are wanting more of these timely messages and teachings, go to our website at Pursuit Church Mornington to find all the other ways you can access Pursuit Church ministry and messages.